Welcome, welcome, welcome to Three Peas in a Poly. I'm your host, Chris Mackey, and today I'd like to formally welcome you to the pilot episode. Yes, the first episode of Three Peas in a Poly, where we're going to explore all the ins and outs of polyamory, being in a triad, and nesting relationships, nesting partners, raising kids, legal issues, living in a state that's not very friendly to LGBTQ issues. Um, we're just going to go over every little thing in detail uh, that we experience. And also we're going to take your questions and answer questions that you may have. I know in my personal life I have tons of friends who have reached out to me on Facebook asking uh, just about how our lives are, are um, structured and having so many partners and how do you do it and how do you deal with jealousy and just every little thing that you can think of. That's what this podcast is for. We want to help answer your questions. We want to bring more awareness to polyamory and how it could be a potential benefit to you. Um, and also just, you know, kind of scratch that curiosity itch. We want to uh, help people see what it's like and also help people realize that we're not as different as you might think. Um, we've gotten a lot of, uh, <laughs> I guess the, the best way to describe it would be um, just weird looks and, and comments from people that look at us and say, man, they're really weird. Well, if you look at us on the outside, if you didn't know we were polyamorous and you didn't know that there was, you know, multiple people in the relationship here, uh, we're just pretty basic normal people. But um, we do experience things and have to deal with things that are outside of the normal that most monogamous people in relationships would deal with. So we hope you will stick around and join us on this first pilot episode of Three Peas in a Poly where I'm going to uh, go into a little bit about myself, just uh, go on a journey together about polyamory and life and love and just all the above. So thank you for joining us today. Uh, and first off, we're going to get started talking about me a little bit. So my name is Chris, and I've been well polyamorous since 2017. Um, I actually wasn't the uh, first one that initiated um, polyamory. <laughs> To a lot of people's surprise, but um, uh, it was actually my partner, Evan, uh, who uh, at the time uh, had expressed interest in uh, kind of exploring his sexuality, and um, and I, I was, you know, all for supporting my partner in any way I could, so um, that kind of transformed into um, wanting to explore uh, his sexuality as well, and um kind of going to the next level. So Evan had met um, my other partner, Amber, um, which both Evan and Amber are my nesting partners, but uh, they had met and started a relationship, and I just thought it was an amazing thing. And um, once they had met uh, a little bit down the line, uh, it was kind of brought up of the possibility of forming a uh, triad. Uh, style relationship where all three of us would kind of be in a uh, relationship and I know on the surface that takes all three people to accept that and be in that type of relationship but um, triads are very hard to form naturally Um, they almost kind of get called the unicorn in the poly world just because um, 
they, they might not be as common. Usually you start out with like V-type relationships, which ours did. Um, and then as the, uh, the unconnected part of the V um, gets to know each other, usually that relationship forms. But we had kind of a special circumstance. We were in a long-distance relationship. Um, Amber was living in Ohio at the time. We were living in Florida. And over that time period, Evan and Amber, you know, were forming their relationship and, and starting to build that piece. And I was still working through some things. I was still not really invested in polyamory, so to speak. I was more of a, you know, the traditional, you know, monogamous um, thinking and lifestyle. Um, I was going through therapy myself at the time. And let me tell you, therapy, I'm a strong advocate for. I think everyone should go to therapy because, you know, everyone's got things they need to work through. But aside from that point, I was just not in a good headspace and I was not in a good place at that time, but I wanted to support my partner in any way possible. So I was very supportive of his um, desire to explore himself. Um, my partner is Evan is trans. And when I met my partner back in 2003, we were in high school together and uh, you know, Evan, I'm very proud of Evan. He's gone through a huge transformation in the last, you know, four or five years of, um, transitioning from female to male also discovering their bisexuality and just being you know an amazing person living their truth and I'm so glad that I can support him in any way possible so with that being said um, you know I was just not in a good place and and my partner Evan really wanted to explore the side of them and I just wanted to give him that opportunity so after giving him that opportunity found the relationship with Amber. Um, it was like fireworks explosion and, and all that good stuff. So once, um, that relationship formed, we decided to, you know, maybe Amber and I can get into something And our, and Amber and I's relationship was a little bit more of a slow burn. Uh, it took a while to get into a groove and, and find things. And, and we've, it, we've admitted that to each other and, and we, um, we know that it was difficult, but with the difficulty came a lot of hard work and a lot of um, maturity in that process and built a deep love for each other. Um, and we kind of grew in that, uh, in that little nesting relationship. So about, oh, I'd say six, seven months into our relationship, uh, Amber took a job down in Florida uh, after graduating from uh, nursing school and came down and decided to live with us and worked in a hospital in a, uh, an underserved community. And um, we lived together down in Florida for about two and a half years. Amber quickly became a parent to uh, our daughter. And uh, we've been living in a triad-style relationship since uh, around April 2018. So it's been a, uh, an amazing experience. Um, it's been fulfilling. It's been great. It's been wonderful. And I don't think I'd trade it for the world. But as great and as wonderful it is on the outside for us, uh, there's a lot of things that we deal with on the daily that kind of make us feel a little bit less than, a little bit inadequate in ways when it comes to how we're perceived in society. Um, Traditional-looking relationships, um, Ever, there's a bit of privilege there and there's a bit of uh, 
I guess you could say, generalized acceptance for who people are in relationships. So when people look at us on the outside, they say, oh, is that your, is, you have another roommate that you have, or you guys, <laughs> we've actually had one, we were actually at a Pride, and um, before Evan's transition, someone at Pride came up to us down in Florida and looked at Evan and Amber at each other and said, are you sisters, question mark? And it's been kind of a running joke in our family that, you know, sisters, question mark, you know, is that what you guys really are? Um, do we look anything alike? No. So so it, it's been difficult trying to be accepted as a new norm, even in the uh, LGBTQ communities. So hopefully this podcast will bring about some little bit you know, a little bit more awareness to you guys about the different styles of polyamory, um, the different relationship types, um, hierarchical, non-hierarchical, kitchen table poly, parallel poly. There's so many different things that we can talk about. But with that said, uh, today we are very happy. Uh, we live in uh, just outside of Columbus, Ohio. And, uh, Ohio is not a very friendly state when it comes to LGBTQ policies and, and laws and things like that. And, you know, we'll talk about the different ways we need to deal with those things, such as, you know, legalities, parenting, when it comes to being a three-parent household, how we have to maneuver around those things. Um, not only that, but like finances and, and, and uh, health insurance and, oh my God, health insurance. So, there's just so many different things that we can delve in and talk about when it comes to our relationship. And even further, we want to answer your guys' questions. We're going to uh, have a uh, question submission portal set up. Uh, we'll take questions in social media, on our website. Uh, keep an eye on our website for blog posts at 3psinapoly.com. We want to help answer some of those questions. We're, we're going to be an open book for you guys. We want to spread awareness about what polyamory is, about the love that you can experience with polyamory, um, but also show you some of the things that you know we deal with on a day-to-day basis, but we choose to still deal with those things because the love that we receive in that type of relationship is just so much greater and so much more than anything that we put up with from society because we are our true selves. We are the happiest that we could ever be. And we wouldn't trade it for the world. So with that said, just to give you uh, give you all a general outline of how my relationship, um, or my, I should say my relationships with my partners kind of are structured. So I've told you guys about Evan and Amber. Um, I've known Evan, as I said, since 2003, since high school. Been through them since then. Uh, we've broken up a few times, you know, back in high school and college, you know, I got back together and we've just kind of been in each other's lives, you know, that whole time. Um, Amber, uh, again, Evan met Amber first back in 2017. Um, and then I got to know Amber soon after that. Um, and we've been in a relationship since, you know, the end of July of 2017. Um, and then I have a third partner who I had just met, um, recently, and uh, we've been dating since April, and she's been great and amazing. And uh, we all together practice kitchen table poly. So uh, what that means is basically we want all of our partners to get along with each other as, you know, metas. So <laughs> the really cool thing is, you know, I've been in the, you know, the longer form relationship with my two nesting partners, uh, Evan and Amber, 
but uh, they formed like a little secret group chat. Well, I wouldn't say secret. They told me about it, but it's been a group chat between them that they have that's, you know, tangential to me. Uh, I, I'm not involved in it. And that kind of gives you an idea of what Kitchen Table Polly is, is, you know, we all know each other. We get along with each other. Um, we want to be friends with each other. It's not, you know, and, and I would say that we are all friends. Um, it's not required, but, you know, everyone gets along. Everyone's kind of like a family. Our goal is to get to that point and be like a family and um, get along with everyone's metas. So for those of you who don't know, a meta is short for the term metamore, meaning your partner's partner. So my partner, uh, Lisa, who's the, the most recent one, has uh, two partners herself. My partner, Evan, has a partner. And as of today, Amber um, is talking to somebody, but uh, nothing's uh, quite substantial yet, but very promising. So more to come in that is, uh, is um, these shows progress. So each of our partner's partners would be, as I said, what we call metamors. So um, the kitchen table model is where, you know, we all get along. We want to meet our metamors. We want to have relationships with our metamors that don't have to be romantic. They're just, you know, they could be platonic, but we all get along. We all sit around the table and, and talk poly, talk relationships, talk life. Um, it's just like one big happy family. So that's the type of uh, polyamory style that we want to, sh- you know, share and build together. The other type of uh, polyamory style that's out there that we do not want to practice but is a very valid form um, is um, it's, it's almost like don't ask, don't tell or like parallel poly to where you run parallel type relationships but no one really interacts. You kind of keep them separated and, you know, you don't talk about them. It's like what you do in, with your other partner is none of my business and I don't want to know about it. We choose not to engage in that just because, um, you know, you can, there's things that you can deal with that um, can spike jealousy and um, feeling kind of less than and less inadequate. So we choose not to go down that path, but it is a very valid form of relationship. Any form of relationship is a valid form of relationship. And I just want to kind of express and push on that, that whatever type of relationship that you are in, it is a valid relationship. There is no one out there that can tell you that something is not right or you're not doing it the right way. What works for you and what makes you happy is the right way. And that's the point of kind of what we're trying to get at with this podcast is the way you choose to live as long as it makes you happy and everyone's safe is a very valid form of relationship. And that should never be Um, taken from you it should never be denied it should never be ridiculed if anyone's doing that those are probably not good people to have in your life and that is something that we've had to deal with being in polyamory one of the greatest things that has been told to us was by our therapist we our shared therapist in florida and she said in this journey that you're taking in your life as you change there will be people that will stick with you and they will be in your corner and there will be some people that will surprise you that'll be in your corner but there'll also be people that'll surprise you that will drop you like a fly and they will leave you and they will not want to be a part of your life and we've experienced that we've lost friends who we thought were really good friends 
but we've gained family that we've never really would have expected stood up and be in our corner like they have. And we are so grateful and so thankful for those people in our lives to have them, to have them stick up for us and just to be our support and our cheerleaders through this. Because let me tell you, without having some people in your corner, this is a difficult thing. We would still be happy and we would still do this, but to have the love and support of those people in our lives has meant the world to us. So if you're listening to this and you're up for us and and you've, you know, stood from the rooftops or stood and shouted from the rooftops about how we're happy and you support our happiness, we thank you. And, and we just can't tell you how thankful we are to have you guys in our lives. And for those of you who are listening that might not get it or, uh, still don't understand or, um, just probably could never understand, uh, just, just listen, you know, I hope you stay tuned into the podcast because, you might have some questions answered. And if you do have questions, again, please submit those questions to us through our social media uh, pages and through our website because that's what we're here for. So I think with this introductory episode, um, we're going to cut it kind of short. Um, we'd like to keep our episodes between 20 to 30 minutes. And uh, uh, on the next one, I'd like to you know introduce you guys to my nesting partners. They're going to uh, be co-hosts on and off on the show. And, um, we'll also have some guest speakers come on. Um, there's actually been people I found that, you know, I've known for a long time that I didn't even know was Polly that as soon as I come out on Facebook as being Polly and made all my Polly posts, um, (laughs) they came out and said that they were Polly, which was really cool. And they've offered to be on the show. So we'll have some guest speakers coming on talking about their experiences with Polly, the, uh, things that they've dealt with in their lives and their takes on it. And, we just want to give you guys a um, just a holistic view of what that looks like and try to normalize polyamory. We don't want to take over. Like we don't want to be, you know, the ridiculers of the way you have a relationship. As I had mentioned previously, your relationship is valid. If monogamy works for you, that's awesome, and I support it. But polyamory is also a very valid type of relationship, and it is very fulfilling and what we just ask is that you're open-minded keep an open mind ask questions if you don't know just immerse yourself in the knowledge of what polyamory is and just realize that it is something that is very fulfilling valid and can be a very loving and very um, rewarding type of relationship because one of the mantras we live by is you know love is not finite Love is infinite. You can love as many people as you want, and you never lose love for the other people that you love as well. I, I The good analogy, which is so cliche in the polyamory world, but it's very fitting, is just because you have another child doesn't mean you love your first child any less. And that is very fitting. Some people don't like to hear it and don't like to... to um, uh, use that analogy, but I, I think it's it's very fitting one because it's very true. Um, if I have another child, I have one daughter right now, but if I have another kid, I would not love my first daughter any less than I would love my new child. And we are actually hoping to have more kids, so there's that. But with that said, I would really like to thank you guys for joining me today on this first initial podcast episode. It's just a little quick introduction about me. 
Um, as I said, we're going to cover so many topics and just cover all different kinds of, you know, the topics that I had talked about, about, you know, polyamory and the relationship structures and things we deal with and, and just all the above. And I really hope you come on us with this journey and, and you interact with us and ask questions. And I'm new to podcasting. This is my first time doing a podcast and I'm probably stumbling and saying a lot of ums and ahs and oohs and, but, um, stick with me through it. I think, uh, you guys will enjoy what we have to offer and I look forward to answering you guys' questions and, um, check us out on social media, three P's and a poly on Facebook, on Twitter, on uh, Instagram. Also, uh, we'll be posting these episodes on YouTube here soon. Uh, I gotta get that going. And also uh, on anywhere you can receive uh, your podcasts on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. So stay tuned. Thank you again for tuning in uh, on our next episode. I'm hoping, as I said, to get uh, you guys introduced to my other nesting partners, Evan and Amber. Um, But uh, I know that this episode has been highly requested from a lot of uh, folks within my friend circle. So, uh, I just wanted to get something out there for you guys, and I wanted to get you started, and we're going to go down this journey. So stay tuned. Thank you again for listening, and we look forward to bringing you the next episode of Three Peas in a Poly.